to Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm Jacques Lamore. It is so great to have you here as always. We have a really great show uh, coming up once again, if I'm not mistaken, for the fifth time uh, is Snooze Fest happening in Chicago. It's not going to be a virtual stream this year, thank God. Um, it's going to be happening at Bee Kitchen in Chicago, February 19th. And I've been a part of Snooze Fest, not since the uh, the very first edition of it five years ago, but I think it was starting with the second one and then on from there. Um, it's a it's pretty much it's it's punk rock in pajamas for a good cause. It's just one night where a bunch of punk rock related bands get together in the Chicago scene. They throw on their PJs and they raise money for a good cause. And this was started um, by some friends of mine in a band called Guardrail. And uh, here to talk about uh, Snooze Fest 2022 with me is uh, Kevin Andrew, the front man of uh, Guardrail. Yo, dude. Yo, dude. (laughs) Do people do that anymore? They do now. They do now. Yeah. Well, it's uh, <laughs> it's so good to see you, man. I, I uh, we haven't seen. It was still going through this whole weird. Uh, it, it it's. I have a hard time saying 2022. I keep wanting to say 2020 because, like <laughs> this year, fe- <laughs> it still feels like 2020 <laughs> is happening. But it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's it's two years. You know, two years later. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't get to see you very often. Um, so it, yeah. it's like great to see you at least virtually, and then we'll get to to hug and sniff each other and all that stuff. Um, Hell yeah! And I can't wait weeks, to sniff you know. your scent, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen you in person since the last snooze fest in January of 2020. <laughs> I think that was the last time I saw you because yeah. two, two months later, the world shut down and I haven't seen you out and about since things started opening back up. I don't think so. I don't think so, I don't think so man. Cause yeah, I mean the, only, uh, I, the, I've only gone to a, maybe I've only gone to one show maybe two shows when yeah. shows started happening again. And I know I didn't see you at those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been a while. So every time I've seen you, it's probably been on the podcast. Like, yeah, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, it's uh it's great to have you here. I am so stoked for snooze fest 2022. I got a good feeling like we're finally getting back in the saddle, doing things live. Um, we have, or you put together some amazing bands once again this year. Um, and we're, uh, we're just trucking along, you know, we're just getting through it, doing the thing. Um, exactly. It's just kind of like, we're at this stage now where it's like, well, like, most people that at least are in our scene are pretty like-minded individuals and most of which are vaccinated and most of which are boosted and stuff too. So I feel like even just everyone that I know who's been getting COVID lately, 
they've all been vaccined, vaccinated, vaccined, vaxed, vaxed and waxed. <laughs> um, it would, you anyway. know, it would be nice if they did offer a wax with your vax, you know, like that would be tight. One and, you know, two, so two and done. Maybe like Moderna should partner up with like Manscaped or something like that. <laughs> that there's a good two collab. for one. Yeah, so, yeah two that. for one. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> a twofer, a twofer, yeah, a twofer. Yeah. Um, so like everyone I know who's been getting COVID, it's been pretty mild. You know, they might feel like shit for a few days, but. Um, or some of them are just like, yeah, I just got some sniffles and that's it. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm well, the other good thing too about, um, you know, this being held in Chicago and not like out in the suburbs or anything like that is like in Chicago, you have to be vaccinated to go to events like this. So, um, so we're just doing what we can to still do things like this to still play shows, still do what we do best and do it safely and responsibly and just still have a good time yeah it'll be i think it'll be just fine um Mm -hmm. i know uh it it does make me feel better knowing that people that are going to be there are vaccinated you know because i know i'm not the only one that's going to be like freaking out about germs you know (laughs) (laughs) so um but i think i think that'll all subside when you know maybe i have have a drink i'll be like oh, okay yeah i'm good i'm good um yeah, after that second shot of my lord i'll feel a lot better <laughs> <laughs> you won't feel a thing after that <laughs> um so i guess let's talk about the beginning of snooze fest it has been five years right i was right about that yeah so i mean this this will be the fifth in-person live in your face version of it um last year would have been but Yes. You know, uh, so yeah, this is the the fifth live installation of it. Um, we've done, we did two virtual ones over COVID. We did one, um, I want to say it was like kind of over the summer, if I'm not mistaken. It I don't was even somewhere remember. between, it was somewhere between spring and summer. Yeah. We just did a kind of at home thing. I just, I just reached out to some bands. They all just submitted videos to me of, of them playing some songs. And, um, I think it was all acoustic. Um, and then we did uh, like a a five year anniversary party kind of, um, live stream, um, where it was the same thing. Bands sent me videos, but uh, a lot of them, I I put a little more prep into it. So the bands like were able to prep more and some of them, including us, we did, we did one where we each performed our parts separately in our own space and mixed them all together and stuff like oh, yeah, that. that that's a hell of a lot of work you know the blamed did that too um i th- i think um the flips also did the same thing some of them did acoustic um i know torch the hive did one where they just went to i think it was music garage they went to and they just performed in the room together and so like it was it was a good way to you know at that point things were still closed down and, and whatnot so there, there still wasn't shows happening. So it was, it was a good opportunity for people to sort of feel like, you know, you just in the comments section on YouTube, just feel like they're at a show a little bit, interact with each other and, and get, tell people great set, man. You know, it was great set, bro. It hey, was, can it was I a, borrow your uh, your webcam? <laughs> yeah, I think Drew Neely was like, anyone has, have a bass amp that I can borrow for my set? Like, <laughs> just, uh, I, I just, I reached out to every band that has played Snooze Fest in the past, and um, I think 
10 or 11 or so um, artists got back to me and were able to put videos together. So it was a good time. And um, at, at that point, it was like, yeah, the closest we'd been to playing a show together in a long time. So it was it was it was a good time. Yeah. And uh, then, of course, the like the very first news fest I know we've talked about before, but it it actually wasn't a technically a benefit show right it was just like you right. uh, you got a bunch of bands together um and i know i didn't attend that one but it wasn't mm-hmm. berwin um mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like hey let's just have like a punk rock pajama party pretty much yeah and i i tried to mix up the the genres a bit too like there was some metalcore bands on it and stuff um like tonzin and speaking with ghosts and um and then there was pop punk stuff, but I felt like, uh, yeah, it was, it was just kind of an idea that, um, a friend of ours had who, um, uh, he, he actually had thought like, Oh, it'd be cool to do like a lock-in like, you know, you did back in the day when you're a oh kid, you know, God. you had lock-ins in your church basement and yeah. everyone hung out and played video games and stuff. And that was, that was uh, a good time. But, uh, we had just, there, there's, that's not something we could legally pull off. I, no, you know. I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> and, I mean, well, if they do it for kids, they could do it for adults, right? I don't. Yeah, but I mean, people are hanging out, drinking all night. You have to pay bar staff to work all night. <laughs> like, oh, that's just, well, full-grown yeah. adults. A lot of these You'd people almost, have kids. It would be a, it, it, it's it would be way too much of a hassle. Yeah, we'd have to like Great literally. Theory, we would but. literally have to have like um borrow someone's mansion. And host yeah. it at someone's house. Yeah, we need know. to track down a party mansion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that would maybe be one like, day once we hit a platinum record. Um, maybe that's what we'll do. Yeah, there you go. That that means we're billionaires. So. That's goals, goals. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the first one was sort of just like, a, hey, let's let's try this out. This might be fun, and it was fun. Um, so, but the you know the the first time you know being there was um kind of a mix of genres i felt like i I sort of mixed them up so it wasn't like all the metalcore bands played and then all the punk bands played i kind of did them every other sort of thing um but i felt like you know especially at being at wire in berwin it was like the metalhead kids went up and watched the metal bands and then went to the back and sat down during the punk bands and it kind of just and vice versa just sort of flipped around i was like "Eh, like it was cool but not everyone was together i guess you know and it wasn't yeah. like a bad thing necessarily it was just uh like a, an observation i made and i was just kind of like well it was it, for the bands it was cool like uh, a lot of the bands are like i i still see interact with each other to this day that wouldn't have even known each other had it not been for that but um so then the second year rolled around i was like all right let's try to stick to since we're a pop punk band um let's try and stick to things more in that, in that realm. Um, so ever since the second one, um, it was, it was more, so we we're just like, yeah, let's, let's try that again. Um, and the second time around, it was, um, right around where there was like a hurricane and Puerto Rico is all fucked up. So we found, a, a, a I don't even remember. It was like a hospital or a charity or something like that. Um, to just donate the profits to her like, yeah, let's, let's do something good with it. Um, and it was pretty successful. And then 
we ended up uh, swapping venues out the, the year after that. And we still wanted to make it a, a benefit thing. So um, I knew of a, a nonprofit uh, called the Allison Cares Foundation. Um, and this, so the last two, uh, we, we benefited that. Um, and it's just, it's just kind of been building up a little, little bit, a little bit every year. So it's, it's been cool. And it's, it's, awesome that we get to finally do it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, it was it was great meeting uh, Jennifer of mm-hmm. Allison Cares. And it was great that I think, what was it, two years, three, three years it benefited? Two. Allison Cares Foundation. Um, yeah. 2019 and uh, 2020. Yeah. And, and Allison cares. Uh, she was all about just pretty much helping people in need. I know it was, it was, Uh it was based on mental health, but people struggling in other ways as well. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her daughter, Allison was a good friend of mine and she, um, passed away of an overdose. So she didn't just sit around and feel sorry for herself. She decided she wanted to do something about that and yes so that's what that organization was started for was to help people seeking recovery um or just you know just seeking help with any anything like that with addiction and mental health and everything like that so um great stuff and this year you continue even though the money is not going to allison cares foundation you continue to carry the torch the importance on on mental health Mm -hmm. with the hope for us network they're the organization that's going to get the proceeds this year Mm -hmm. and there are I, I don't know a ton about them. I know you know more about them than I do. I honestly was just hearing about them when they got um, put on the show as the the benefiter. Yeah, yeah. So um, we got linked up with them um, pretty much like within the last couple of years, uh, just because they're they're a fairly new organization. But um, our friend Christina, who if you've been to any of our shows in the last, I don't know. Uh, maybe since like right before the pandemic and any pretty much all the shows since um, she's been working our merch table. Um, I know her from the lead singer syndrome podcast, all access club. So shout out to them. Um, but she works with them and uh, essentially, you know, long story short, um, you know, without going into detail, um, I, I, they, they kind of branched from uh the hope for the day organization who got some bad publicity. And so some people branched away from them and started this one. And it's essentially the same thing, just, um, you know, helping people seek mental health, um, help and, and raise awareness for that kind of thing. And, um, they're, they're doing a great job so far. And we just decided we're just going to keep working with them because they're great. Uh, well, I'm excited that we get to help them out this year, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it's always good to meet uh, other people or another uh, source for mental health needs and things like that. Because sometimes you're like, I'm not sure where to send this person or it, mm-hmm. it's just always good to know there's another resource available uh, yeah. for everyone. So, and I'm, I'm glad that I, I get to be a part of this. Thank you again for letting uh, me host snooze fest and be a part of it. I'm super mm-hmm. excited about that. Um, 
so Snooze Fest is happening Saturday, February 19th at B Kitchen. It's a 17 plus show. It's 12 at the door. Uh, doors are at 6 p.m. Shows at 630. You get your tickets at TicketWeb.com. Now let's talk about the bands this year. And mm-hmm. um, I thought it would be good to actually play a song from each band uh, for people that are going to be able to attend Snooze Fest, kind of um, what they're in for. And, you know, maybe some of these bands they know already, you know, maybe yeah. they know Guardrail already, or maybe they know uh, Eddie and the Arsons, but they don't know much the same, or they don't know mm-hmm. Hi Ho, or um, so it's kind of a, just a way to like be like, hey, you know, you're going to want to make sure you go to Snooze Fest because you're going to get to hear this band and you're going to hear this song on this podcast. You're going to think, oh, man, yeah, I'm going, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so because it's it's about the music as well. It's just not it's it. Obviously, it's about supporting a great organization like the Hope for Us Network, but it's also just having a kick ass time and having mm-hmm. fun wearing ridiculous PJs. <laughs> so, exactly. Exactly. Uh, um, so yeah, who, uh, I guess, should we start at the, like at the top or you want to start at like the bottom? Um, let's start with, uh, I guess we'll go from the, the first band on the lineup and, and work our way up to, to us, I guess. Okay. Um, sounds good. So yeah, the first band is, uh, Eddie and the Arsons. Um, they are a great band. We've played with them at least once. Um, couple of a couple of times actually um i think i think we got linked up with them because they got added onto a show that we did a while back um and they're just great people i see whenever i see eddie anywhere he's just like a just puts a smile on your face he's just a great individual just he is very warm individual i love uh getting hugs from him. He's a great dude. And his hat is just full of buttons. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I can see his hat from a while. I can see the, the glare off of his hat and be like, Oh my God, Eddie's here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cause he's a little, he's a little dude. Like he's not very tall. Right. So, yeah. You know. um, and yeah, he's, yeah, they're just a great band. Um, I, we haven't played with them in a bit. I think the last time we played with them was at Reggie's in, I want to say 2019. Um, we played with, with them and, and, uh, Kowloon Bay. Um, actually their drummer is filling in for their drummer. Um, yes, that's right. So that'll be cool. But, um, yeah, great bands. Um, it's kind of just a long time coming that <laughs> they, they played this. They, uh, Eddie did one of the virtual snooze fests, um, that first one back in 2020. Um, so they were, they were one of the first bands I hit up for this and, and Eddie's first uh, to say yes. <laughs> yeah. Eddie, him and I had a great conversation too on pop punk and pizza about, gosh, that was probably about three years ago. Now I want to mm-hmm. say, um, so if you want to, uh, after you're done listening to this episode, if you haven't heard that one, it's a really, really, really good one. Um, we talked about, you know, what it was, what it was like, like growing up on the South side of Chicago and stuff. And that was it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, uh, what song are we going to hear from, from Eddie and the Arsons? Um, I think w- uh, my pick would just be, um, their song. It will get better. Yeah, seems seems like it's on par with the the whole point of the night, you know. So, I think that would be a good one to play, and it's a good one to introduce people to. I 
I was hoping you would pick that one because it it's already stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a banger. I like it a lot. Sins here on Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast, one of the many incredible bands that you will hear at Snooze Fest 2022 at Bee Kitchen, February 19th. Kevin Andrew of Guardrail is with me, who's the organizer of Snooze yes. Fest. And uh, his whole band is really the organizers. And they're also playing, of course, too. So um, now what band are we moving on to next, Andrew? Already, Kevin. Sorry, I don't know why. Andrew <laughs> is my dad's name. Um, right. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you can you just call me K. I like calling I you. Ma- I should just call you Mandrew. Whatever. Whatever happened to Mandrew? Didn't so you that, go through a phase? <laughs> well, that was just. I made my Facebook name that just because I thought it was funny. Like I'm yeah. like a, just because I'm a man, you know. Yeah, that's and, right. Man, and, and then people were thinking that was my real last name, and. 
I just rolled with it. I mean, like my my middle name's actually Andrew, and that's just kind of what I right. go by as like a band dude. It's just Kevin Andrew. Well, my... if if people knew your last name, they would understand why you yeah do this. It it stemmed from when I was like twenty one. I got my identity stolen, so I just took my real last name off of all my socials and everything like that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's kind of where that came from, and then. I realized that, you know, people were calling me Kevin Andrew and then I was just like, Oh, well it's probably a lot easier to remember than my actual crazy Polish last name anyway. So I just rolled with it. So that's just not, and that's my, my professional stage name, I guess it's just Kevin Andrew. Um, and I, I, I realized I should probably take Mandrew down was because I, uh, when we signed to open years records, um, our first draft of our contract said Kevin Mandrew on, it. I was like, that's, Okay, I gotta, I gotta fix this. <laughs> it's going, it's going on legal documents now. I should probably You're fix like, this. Yeah, um, just so you know, that's not my real. Last. <laughs> just so you know, that's a joke. Uh, <laughs> I love that that was put on the documents. That's great. Um, yep. All right, but, so um, yeah, next. so the next band is uh, Okay Cool, and um, I was actually I, I've I've heard of this band for a while. Um, it's it's mainly um two people um they have a, a couple other members as well but um i saw those two members were also in a band called uh the weekend run club yes and we played with them uh at our first show back after covid at uh bottom lounge it was our 11 months late record release show for oh, yeah. our yikes ep so they played that and they, they kind of they got added onto it um they they were the one band that we didn't really pick. Um, They're just sort of a, a band that, um, you know, the promoter thought would be a good one. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, and I checked them out and they're great. Um, and then I noticed that um, I think it's Bridget and Haley. I think those are the, their names. Um, if I'm wrong. I know. Bad. No, no. Bridget is one of them. Actually, mm-hmm. I met. I met Bridget. She was actually a guest on Pop Punk and Pizza, like the very first year uh, back in 2016 when I was first starting up. She was in a band. I think they were called Everyone Says. Was the name of the band? Yeah, and I, I can't remember what she played in the band, but I could swear she was in the band, and that's where I had met her from. And then they broke up and then i remember seeing her join the weekend run club and then then yeah now it's okay cool mm-hmm. that she's got going on i actually um i'd seen okay cool play like two days before that bottom lounge show that we played with weekend run club um uh-huh. i went uh mainly because there, uh, there's another band on this lineup which we'll get to later um they were playing at, at b kitchen uh the band splits and i know splits just basically you know, I'll, I'll touch more on this later, but I, I know them basically through their drummer, Ethan. Um, so I was like, cool. I haven't seen splits yet. I really like them. I'm going to go check them out at B kitchen. And I got there and they just finished their set. I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, okay, cool played. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so the name made sense to me. <laughs> and I really liked them. And I, I've been listening to them a lot ever since that. And so they were another one that I was like, you know what? They're kind of a newer band. They're a younger band. They got a 
really neat sound to them. They're like kind of punk, but kind of indie. And um, I just remember at the end of their set, Bridget was like, you know, we're okay, cool. Be gay, do crimes. And I'm like, that is the best way to sign off. <laughs> Be set. gay, do crimes. It was, it was <laughs> great. And, and Haley, their bass player is insane. I, I, as a bass player myself, I was looking at, Haley playing and just going like fuck i'll never be that good so oh, man i can't wait to see her play then. yeah it was just uh they're, they're a great band and i i thought they'd be a great addition to this lineup so here we are um so uh what song are we gonna play from okay cool um let me see here i the name's long um <laughs> five finger exploding heart technique that's that's the song that keeps popping into my brain at like every i don't know three or four days so <laughs> that'll be the one that's that's actually a song that was um one i listened to i think a couple of days ago and i was like wow they're bringing back the uh the long song names i was like i like it finger exploding heart technique okay cool here on pop punk and pizza podcast once again you'll see them at snooze fest 2022 at b kitchen if uh, you're listening to this before february 19th you can uh stroll on up to chicago or stroll <laughs> down or stroll sideways you know or fly in or you know wherever you're coming from and yeah uh, Whatever direction, yeah. What <laughs> you know, whatever direction it is uh, to Chicago. Yeah, just get your um, compass out. Yeah, and your, uh, your map. <laughs> get out the atlas. Yeah, Let's go, go to uh, mapquest.com, Print out oh, some directions. 
dude. Ma- you remember back in the day when MapQuest, now I sound mm-hmm. old. I just said back in the day, but that was when directions from any online source like MapQuest or like GPSs, it wasn't completely accurate yet. So yeah. there was always a chance that it would be wrong. <laughs> there was there was several times um, when uh, my boy Ken, who is uh, the guitarist at Guardrail, he and I have been friends since we we're 10 years old. So um, when he was going to NIU out in DeKalb, um, I drove out there all the time to hang out. And sometimes we'd go to shows or play shows or whatever. And more than one occasion, I, w- I had the MapQuest directions printed out to get there because this is, you know, 2000. 2008 2009 yeah smartphones yeah i mean iphones were a thing but i didn't couldn't afford them they were like forty forty thousand dollars yeah the 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 iphone came out in what 2007 or 2008 something something like that that. um and there was at least one occasion where there'd be some construction and i'm like oh no or or i'd i would miss a turn and i'm like because it was it's dark it's in the middle of freaking nowhere so yeah i'm like uh uh <laughs> it should have taken me an hour to get there. I get there in like an hour and twenty five minutes because I'm like I got lost. <laughs> I, I, see I, going. <laughs> I need an adult, <laughs> but it's fine. I didn't get murdered at all. Clearly, because I'm here. Thank God. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and snooze fest continues. Um, yes. So the next band is actually there are at least is it at least one member? Is it just Frank? Yes, um, at least to my knowledge. Okay. Um, so Frank, from much the same as in this band, uh, Burn Rebuild. I've I've been into this band for a bit. I got them on my Spotify and everything like that, and um, I didn't know really that they were that active. Um, but when I secured much the same, Frank hit me up. I was like, "Is it cool? If my other band plays too. We haven't played in a while." And I was like fuck yeah <laughs> like <laughs> i love burn rebuild let's do it so um so that is why they're on the lineup and i'm glad he said something um unfortunately um due to just you know some deaths in one of their family and um and whatnot some some health issues um not all the members are able to play um so they're doing an acoustic set which is still rad that they're still trying to you know, not bail on the show and still do it. And Frank even said, he was telling me just today, he's like, you know what, even if everyone has to bail on the show, I'll still play some hell like, yeah. right, right on. So that's, um, that's a uh, mad, mad respect to that. Yeah, exactly. And he was you texting know? me today going like, well, I'm a bassist, so I might suck if I'm playing guitar. I'm like, bro, who who do you think you're talking to? I just the other day played an acoustic solo show and I'm a bassist. <laughs> I don't Yeah, I was going to say I did see you play a solo show the other day. I I told him I was like, dude, I make jokes about it. Like at the at the show I did last weekend, I was like, all right, I got to this one part in one of the songs. I was like, I'm a bassist, so I'm probably going to fuck this up. You so know, here we go. And I played what? it and I played it right and everyone applauded. So Frank, Frank, if you're listening to this, if Mike Herrera of MXPX can do it. So can you. Exactly. I mean, he's a bassist. He does acoustic, you know, shows all the time. Oh yeah. Right. So I'm pretty sure you can do it, Frank. You got it. If, if that ends up being the case, but hopefully you won't be completely solo, but, uh, but yeah, kudos to you, man. Um, yeah. 
Either way, it's so, going to be a great set because I love their songs. And even stripped down, they're going to be great because punk rock always sounds good stripped down. Oh, Unless you're yeah. strung out, I feel like that's that would be too insane to be stripped down to acoustic. But I'm sure they've done it. Yeah. Fuck it, they're talented enough. They could probably do it. Never mind. Forget I said anything. Let's start over. Hi, I was trying, to, th- I, <laughs> I was trying to think if I've ever heard a strung out acoustic, but I can't think of anything I've ever heard them record acoustic, but I could be wrong. Come to yeah. think of it, I think they did one of those reimagined records like fairly recently. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like at this point in their career, they probably have. Yeah. You know? So uh, what are we going to hear from Burn Rebuild? I think my favorite song by them is Monsters, so I think we're going to go with that one. Fucking everyone, no one gets you the 
Rose by Burn Rebuild here on Pop Punk and Pizza podcast. I keep saying that like this is the radio or something. <laughs> hey, welcome back. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so used to, uh, I guess, uh, hosting a radio show in the afternoons that I forget that, <laughs> hey, this is a podcast. People know that they're listening to this episode right now. <laughs> they put it on. Oh God! Um, also, though sometimes I, I might forget which podcast I'm listening to, so I guess that true. helps to be reminded. Yeah. Well, in case you forgot, um, this is uh, Kevin Andrew on with us right now of Guardrail, and one of the organizers of Snooze Fest. Guardrail hosts this uh, fest every year, uh, and um, the it's always a benefit show. This year, it's benefiting the Hope for Us Network. And um, also, I should mention, too, because I'm going to mention this now before I forget. But um, mm-hmm. so Pop Punk and Pizza, I'm going to be there hosting the show, but I'm also going to be there representing Pop Punk Takeout. And uh, we've teamed up and we are selling the official Snooze Fest 2022 T-shirts that you can buy. And when you do that, when you buy one, uh, 20% of the profits will be donated to the Hope for Us Network. So, um, and pre-order actually, pre-order for those shirts might still be up um, when you're listening to this. Um, so go to poppunkpizzapod.com to look and see if the pre-order is still available. Because if you can do the pre-order, do it because we're actually only having a very limited amount of t-shirts there for sale because we don't want to be stuck with like 50 shirts you know <laughs> yeah they'll end up being worn by like you know uh, some like you know when like there's a super bowl and they, they already print the t-shirts for like both teams <laughs> yes. the losing teams they send to like some you know impoverished nation like there's gonna be a couple couple snooze fest shirts out there <laughs> pretty much yeah we're gonna so. we've already decided we're gonna donate them to the uh starving children of africa um that's already <laughs> been decided um so anyway um that sounded really bad <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. But yeah, we're we're literally only going to print like maybe 20 of these um, T-shirts. So try and pre-order that if you can. Um, so the next band, if we were both on the same page, would be Won't Stay Dead, right? Correct. Which is completely brand. This is a band that is completely brand new to me. Yeah, they're pretty new to me, too. I um, I don't know. They, they've. They popped up in my social media like sometime over the pandemic. I don't know. Um, I know. I know they're on uh, Don't Panic Records. Um, which, oh, awesome! Shout out to them. I know um, uh, Ren works for them, so shout out to Ren and Don't Panic. But um, we, so I, I heard of them. I know they're like a horror punk band. So I was like, uh, you know, they're pretty cool. And then at the last minute, they got added to the uh, Punk the Burbs fest that we played in october like the day, a day or two before halloween um and so i think they played right right before us and they were so fun um and afterwards i was just talking with them and they're you know the nicest people and i was like we gotta play shows together one of these days and they're like you know awesome um so they were they were on my list for this um and another cool thing too just about having a band like this on our lineup is I noticed I I think the the year that was like the I think the most successful like turnout wise was um two snooze fests ago so 2019 um we did have 
10 bands on that year, which was like a little, little too much, I think. But yeah, but a lot of the bands were kind of from different scenes and had different draws. So whereas the year after, um, just based on people's availability, it was it, most of the bands were kind of in the same scene and had the same fan base. So it's not like we had a lot of draw. The, the draw kind of overlapped, so it didn't sell as much because all these people would have seen any of these bands anyway. Mm. Whereas the year before that, it was like you know, a lot of people might be more into this style. There, there was like skate punk, and then you know, the there's younger bands, newer band, like older bands. I was all over the place. So that's, that's why that one drew a lot. So I, I did keep that in mind when trying to book this and there was, they were pretty much first on my on call list, basically um, right before we announced we had an, another band on that had to drop last minute. Um, so they were the first ones I hit up like, yo, you guys, uh, you're down to do this. Let's go. So awesome are they do they uh you're like do they actually like you you mentioned horror punk do they actually like dress up in like any kind of uh, anything like that i mean i i according to looking at all their social media and even just even just how they normally dress they just are very gothy looking and um (laughs) nice and i would think too i i i thought maybe they're just doing this because uh because of the show that we played, because it was a high, like a Halloween show, like we dressed up, um, we dressed up as David Pumpkins and the skeletons oh, that are a part right. of it, <laughs> and you know makeup and everything. And it, so I thought, oh, maybe they're dressing up for that. But I think all they did was just like, uh, besides their usual getup, is they just put some fake blood on themselves. Like that, that was, I think, Man. the 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 most it was. Uh, so, but listening to their music, looking at their their promo pictures and their you know, other, other photos of them performing and stuff. I'm like, Oh, this is their, their actual get up. They're a straight up like good horror punk band. Um, and yeah, they're I great. Mean, and they're a lot they're, of fun. They're, I mean, they're, um, they're EP or they're, um, they're, I guess, no, yeah, it's a record. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called purgatory. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I, I was like, that's like, you know, typical, like, or perfect, for uh, a horror punk and even just like all the names of their songs too yeah are right in that you know like uh they've got like titles like dead lungs and sink your teeth and dig yep. in and you know i uh i like it when bands have themes like that yeah so it's it's good that we'll have some some kids that are into that style of, uh, of punk rock out there and yeah. you know, the, the don't panic records, uh, little fan base there will, will be coming out. So, um, I'm excited. Sweet. So what song are we playing from? This is probably my, my favorite title, um, is kiss that severed head. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, that's, that's, I love it.
kiss that severed head goodbye and <laughs> it's it's hard not to laugh um <laughs> when saying or thinking of uh that song title that's won't stay dead and yeah. i'm really they're 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 one of the ones i'm looking forward to seeing most and i think it's just because mm-hmm. i haven't i'm not very familiar with them i've never seen them live that kind of thing, you know, um, I literally just heard of them because of you putting them on snooze fest. So, um, yeah, definitely one I'm, uh, I'm hyped about as well as the next one. Um, pop punk and pizza listeners might actually be familiar with this one already because we did put them, um, on our, uh, 10 songs for January, 2022 episode. Mm-hmm. And that is splits. And we yes. you talked about them just a little bit ago, actually, too. Yeah, yeah. So their drummer Ethan used to be in a band um, that played with my old band a bunch. Um, I think we also one of the first guardrail shows we ever played was with them too. Does that save um, your? Wait, you used to. You're talking about. You're not talking about save yourself, are you? Yes, I'm talking about that oh, okay. band. Played a couple <laughs> of shows with them back then. Mm-hmm. Um, we played. Uh, I want to say. Oh, the second um, guardrail show we ever did was at House of Blues. And it was one of those for a while. House of Blues was doing local shows. Yeah, I think uh, it was like at that Sundays. Show. I think it yeah, was at you, that show. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I know you played the first guardrail show ever. You yes. played bass for us. Yes, I did. And then we recruited a guy for a couple couple of shows. I think he played maybe three shows with us. And then he uh, split. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah oh please hold your applause um so yeah the second show we ever did as guardrail was with them at house of blues and it was was very last minute like hey some bands dropped we need at least one other band to hop on we're like cool let's let's just do it and we did it was great and then we played with them that following december what was the Um, name of what was the name of his band um right on red they were called oh i know great that band, band. <laughs> great band yeah, yeah i still i still listen to them some of their shits on spotify still and I, I still spin them from time to time but oh man um but they uh he actually ethan was he's putting together a like a battle of bands thing he mm-hmm. i think he went to niu as well so it was on okay. dekalb and um he had another thing where uh bunch of bands dropped and he's like oh, i need another band to fill this otherwise we'll have to cancel the whole thing and we're like yeah we're down and um and we always had it when i started this band i, I wanted it to be kind of in our ethos to like we're not going to do battles of the bands because it's like we shouldn't be competing against each other we should be just you know helping each other out but it was a battle of the bands he was a friend in need like cool let's do it and he's like, okay, so, um, so the judges are going to be, uh, I'll send you a list of like what they're going to be judging you on. And I was like, don't even bother. Cause we're not there to win. We're there to party and eat some Stanley's pizza. So, <laughs> and I remember that show too, they, they announced the first, second, third place. I, we didn't place and everyone started chanting guardrail sucks. I was like, ah, yes. <laughs> so we won in my eyes because of that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I saw he joined this band splits and, um, I ended up checking them out. They they put out an EP. Um, I think it was beginning of like last year. Um, and it's awesome. And I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Good to see that Ethan's still making good music. And then, uh, kind of just, I, I ended up being social media friends with the one or two of the other members. And, uh, and then we, we met and like got to know, um, 
Claire, the guitarist, um, when we were recording the, our single social meteor, um, she just came by cause she's, she's friends with, uh, with John Terry, who we recorded with, she came by and was sort of sitting in on the session and just sort of observing John, just kind of how he recorded things and whatnot. And, and she was awesome. Um, and yeah, they're just great people, great music, great everything. Um, so I unfortunately missed them. I still have not seen them play because I missed them at that show and I just really liked their music and I just really wanted them to be on this. Um, and Ethan and, uh, their singer Taylor were at our bottom line show, uh, back in August. So I, I actually brought that up to them that I'm like, yo, let's just play a show together. Like, yeah. Let's just make it happen now. Let's, so let's write it down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so here we are and they're, they're on the show and I'm stoked to have them. Hell yeah, man. I'm really glad you did because, uh, when I, um, when I checked them out, when they were announced to play snooze fest, I was like, Oh damn. I was like, I love this. So, um, who, mm-hmm. uh, or, or what song are we going to play? My favorite one off their, their EP is, uh, called Racine. Just, uh, another one that just pops into my brain every, yeah. every few days. It's, that it's whole, great that whole EP is, is pretty good. Um, vice versa. I'm pretty sure is the name of the EP. Yeah. It it hits heavier than I expected. It's, it's got a bit of that kind of, you know, mid to late two thousands sort of like emo y sort of vibe to it, you know? Yeah. And there's some kind of some unexpected turns in the songs. Like you expect Mm -hmm. it to go certain way, but then it doesn't. And then it kicks in a, a different way or it's kind of delayed. It's, I like the, uh, the element of surprise. Yes. In there. Yes. Great songwriters over there. So yeah. Racine is the song I want. I want to play.
Life is cyclical, wallowing home Feeling desperate, felt comfortable I feel grateful, I feel guilty, suspicious In the cold sun, glittering in here With the broken ones, always on the verge of from their EP Vice Versa, one of the many incredible bands you'll see at Snooze Fest February 19th. Hopefully uh, you're listening to this before then and you can come out to Bee Kitchen in Chicago if you're in the area. Check it out. It's all for a good cause. Uh, Proceeds are going to the Hope For Us Network and um, there's eight incredible bands. So... um, some of the best local uh, punk rock bands in Chicago. So the best. best. (laughs) Uh, And the next one is um, someone that I've known for years. Um, And I know you've known her for a long time too, but now she's got a, a band together, right? Or is it just going to be, yeah, no. So is it just going to be Jillian? So I, I actually like don't really know Jillian that well. Oh, you I, don't? Okay. I, I, yeah, I just um I saw her old man turn spit open up for Alkaline Trio once, and I was I'd heard the name, but I never lo- you know looked into the band. But saw them play um when Alkaline Trio does their you know three or four nights in a row at Metro. Oh yeah. Um, that year they had a different band open up each night, and they were opening up the night that I went. I remember and, that they were awesome. And then I, I saw turn spit a few more times after that. And then they split. And then, uh, uh, Jillian, I guess this hi ho thing was her solo thing. And yeah, she sort of turned it into a band. Um, but yeah, I like, I, I actually don't really know Jillian. Um, I've just seen her around. I think we're both just like aware of each other kind of thing, you know, like we're <laughs> yeah. friends on Facebook well, and you, you, know? you have a lot of mutual friends. And exactly. Things like that. Yeah. She, um, for some reason, the name, the, she was in a, okay. Now I remember the name. So back when I was in the projection years ago, this is like, you know, the late, late two thousands. Um, she played in a band called the regulars and she was, Oh, that's right. Yeah. She was the front woman. Um, along with my friend, Sam, um, and 
she I remember I think the first time I met her was actually there was some kind of it was almost like an open mic night at I think it was Lincoln Way Central or something and once in a while my band and I would crash these like open (laughs) mics at that they would have at these school affiliated groups or whatever because you know we're we're teenagers too and we're trying to get our band name out there and stuff and right. I remember she she played acoustic and she played a a messed song and i just like nice. i just like i just was like i got to know who this <laughs> after <laughs> after she because at that at that point in my life i was like a huge messed fan i mean i still yeah. love messed but like i was at that point i was so obsessed that like i dressed like tony lovato i <laughs> i wrote songs like him you know so like i was in that mode at that time in my life and so um, that's what i always think of when i think of of jillian and obviously i think of the regulars but you know yeah. she's obviously gone on to uh to to do bigger and, and better things and her her songwriting um has really evolved her her voice has evolved um so Mm -hmm. i'm excited to see uh, her play so yeah 100 i've uh i've seen hi-ho at least once um and yeah great bands um they're just a a a band or a project whatever you want to call it that's just kind of been on my radar for a long time so i'm stoked to finally be playing with uh with them I, i like all the bands on here, the, the other seven bands, I've only really, we've only ever shared the stage before with Eddie and the Arsons and just recently won't stay dead. Like the other bands we've never played with before. So that's pretty awesome. It's, it's cool. And I, I like trying to do that. Cause it also like helps everyone just like make new friends too. You know, I'm not yeah. just constantly going for like the bands that we're like really good friends with all the time. I'm, I'm trying to, spice shit up you know absolutely the only band that's ever played two snooze fests before is glory days and that's just because we're like super into each other you know yeah we're like basically dating so (laughs) what about that guardrail band though they suck they (laughs) they've played every snooze fest why is that dude i don't know it's just (laughs) the the evils of the industry i guess yeah Um, the whole thing's rigged, man. <laughs> but um, clearly, <laughs> clearly. So, what yeah. hi ho song are we gonna get into here? I think we're gonna stroll with uh, whiskey sheets. Um, yes, all all the songs that hi ho has online. I think, with the exception of like one, are all acoustic. So, I'm excited to see what, um, you know, how these songs are all gonna sound like. Because I think the only time I saw hi ho is just Jillian. So, I, I don't think I've seen yeah. them as a full band. So. Excited right. to see what these all sound like as a awesome. you know full on four piece banging band. So hell yeah, hell yeah. Hold up inside beneath these whiskey sheets, spilled by a boy who bleeds the same. I still see you in my dreams some nights. Something inside of me has changed. I'm on the men
Whiskey Sheets, hi-ho, here on Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast. We are uh, getting to the last two bands, uh, the uh, the headliners, if you will. Line of, and heads. Uh, <laughs> line and heads of Snooze Fest 2022 at B Kitchen in Chicago on uh, February 19th. Now, this band, um, I actually... I. Yeah, the first time I saw Much the Same was the last 350 Fest. Oh, yeah, with me. With you. Mm-hmm. And um, that was in, yeah, 2019. Yep. Um, and Right after I turned 30, and I remember watching the Menzingers at that going, oh, this makes sense to me now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it all makes sense. The Menzingers were right. Ever since then, I've I've been a huge fan of the Menzingers. Ever since that show, I was like, oh, I'm 30 now. I get it's, all this shit now. It, it makes sense to me. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, it's the stereotype, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but was I just remember watching much the same, and I was like, I... I, I guess that well well first I had heard of them uh before the actual 350 fest because they were announced to be playing there mm-hmm. and they had just put out a new record and I remember watching you post on social media you're like oh my gosh this record's so good it's like uh it's like high school it reminds oh, yes. me of when I listened to them in high school and like I had never heard of the band I didn't even, didn't even know they were from Chicago um you know because I thought yeah. they were like brand new um and so when i saw them live they played really good at 350 they had a solid set they put on a solid show um and they just kicked ass and yeah um, they're one of the first bands of the day too i think they're on at like one o'clock or something like that so like for them to be that good that early it was just like it was it was great Mm -hmm. Um, um yeah but i i I listened to them back in back in the day. I'm pretty positive they're one of the many bands that I found on Pure Volume. Um, with there, there was so many because on Pure Volume, so many of these bands had like one song that was like up for free download. So I was like, hell yes, yes. I was just loading up my iPod with all these random bands <laughs> that like so so many of them. I, I heard that one song and never heard of them again. And I'd probably if if one of them popped up, I'd be like, oh my god, this band! Like right, yeah. Um, like, do you remember the band 1997? That yeah, that's another Chicago band that I thought of recently for some reason. I was like just looking at Victory Records bands from back in the day, and I was oh like, oh God. yeah, I remember that. So they I were one of those. Anyone, I haven't heard anyone say 1997 forever. <laughs> I completely forgot yeah. about them until you just brought them up. So Ex- exactly my point It's just like so many of these. I had one song of theirs that I can't even picture now, but I would if I heard, it, I'd be like, that's the one. Yeah. Um, and so th- this band was one of those bands. Um, and I kind of forgot about them because they, they ended up uh, breaking up uh, or just kind of taking a hiatus or whatever, you, whatever it was um, in like the probably late 2000s or something and didn't really do much. Um, and then, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago, I went to see just i just went by myself to see mass intruder play reggie's um i just was i remember that night because i was i was 
really bummed out about something. I was just like going through a rough time. And I'm like, I'm just, I need to go to a good punk show. Mass Intruder was playing. I love Mass Intruder with all my heart. So I was like, this, this will be a good thing to like help boost my spirits up. And I went and I walked in and I didn't know who else was even on the lineup. I just went just because I saw the Mass Intruder was playing and I walked in and much the same was playing. I'm like, and I didn't even realize it was them at first. And then they played one of their old songs that I remember from the pure volume days. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. I know this song. I, what, what the fuck? Oh my God. I know this band. <laughs> and that was kind of how I like rediscovered them. Yeah. was because of that. Um, and then they ended up recording their last record with Nick Diener uh, from the Swellers who we recorded our EP with. And that's kind of how we got linked up was because I guess how there, one day their singer, Chris just hit me up on Facebook. Um, just cause he was asking Nick about like good Chicago punk bands that they would be good to play with. And Nick recommended us. And now we're like buddies and it's such a weird like turn of events that now we're like finally playing a show together. We've they're they're still not super active show wise. They kind of just do little things here and there. They don't really tour, you know, they're all, they're all older and, and you know, a bunch of them have kids and stuff. And I think a couple of them live out in California now. So like they don't play as much. Um, but yeah, we we got this together and here we are and it's yeah. finally happening. So awesome. I'm, I'm stoked. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, Frank from Burn Rebuild, he's also in much the same as well. And both yes. uh, Frank was actually on Pop Punk and Pizza as well to talk about much the same. So if that's an episode you haven't listened to already, you can go back and check that out. I think that was I think it was 2020 that he was on the podcast. It might've been 2021. Um, but either way, if you look yeah. for uh, much the same, you can uh, check that out. And their, um, their drummer, I think, is it Jevin? Is that, is that his name? I think yeah. So. Jevin, uh, their drummer, Jevin, he's the one that lives in California. Um, so it was Jevin and Frank. I remember on that episode to talk about much the same. Um, cool. So what much the same song are we going to dig into? I thought the best one for this would be uh, you used to have a garden from their last record because um, Jillian from Hi Ho is actually doing backups on that. So no shit. Yeah. <laughs> See what um, I mean? She's she's awesome, man. She's like, yeah, got, she's got her uh, she's got her connections. I think it's absolutely cool. When we were um, we were just up in Michigan with Nick Diener a couple of months ago, just um, we're working on a new record right now, which I'll get into uh shortly but we were working on a song and he was like you know what this reminds me of uh, this part of this song and he pulled up the the pro tools or whatever uh uh file for this song and just pulled the vocals out and i was just like damn this sounds so cool with just the vocals too just hearing chris's voice and jillian's voice and all the different backups all mixed together it was just mwah. Yeah. Mwah. I had no idea she was on that song. I mean, I've listened to that song countless times. I had no idea she was on it. That's so cool. Yeah, it's it's sort of a hidden gem.
have a garden much the same here on pop punk and pizza podcast and the band you will hear uh last at snooze fest the headliner the uh head honchos of uh snooze fest 2022 (laughs) and every snooze fest that would be guardrail and uh kevin here is their front man lead vocalist head songwriter head everything the head the head and um <laughs> so yeah you've been working on guardrail's been working on a new record um mm-hmm. the the yikes ep came out during you know during uh covid um and uh through yep. you know open your ears records and it just was awesome kick-ass ep just really took you guys up a notch to the next level and now you're you're actually going after your first full length now right or is it an ep yep first full length that's Um, what i thought never had to write so many songs at once but um and it's funny because people are like you know we've been in this pandemic so I'm sure you had so much time, but it was like, it was hard to find motivation, honestly, because yeah. you're just sitting there with this existential, like, what if, the, like, when's the next time we're even well, going to play a show again? And especially it's, it's, for yeah. you, because, I mean, you're working from home. It's not mm-hmm. like you're going, you know, it's not like you're doing all these things, traveling here, traveling there, you know, because usually like, I, at least for me anyway, when I'm doing when I'm going somewhere, I'm usually thinking about things, you know, I'm usually thinking about yeah, yeah. Uh, podcast stuff or, or whatever. But I mean, if you're working right. from home, I don't know. It's yeah. None, none of us, thankfully, none of us lost our jobs. We all ended up working remotely. Um, but uh, you know, because of that, none of us lost our jobs. So we didn't have all the free time that a lot of people had because, you know, a lot of people, their their jobs, you know, they got shut down or they lost their jobs and they were on unemployment for a while, which like 
that was good while it lasted, but it wasn't going to last forever. And here right. we are and shit's still fucked, but whatever. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of people were just like, I don't I got nothing to do. I started baking sourdough bread and I'm like, I still worked <laughs> all the time. I just, I just worked. And then I, I was just bummed out the rest of the day and then I'd go to bed. So it was a good, uh, good pandemic but so then what did you how did you muster up some motivation to start writing this full length uh so i don't know i feel like it just kind of comes in spurts like you just sort of i I would just randomly have an idea and be like that's cool and i'll just sit down and do it and it didn't happen as often as i would like to but um you know, just, just because of the circumstances of the world. But I mean, we were able to pull things off and, um, you know, up until now, um, Ken and I were pretty much the main songwriters, but, um, Doug and Alyssa also kind of stepped up to the plate and wrote some stuff too. And one of the songs that Doug wrote, um, like I'm, I, I write most of the lyrics, um, but, there's one song that Doug wrote musically that is probably going to end up being our first single on this record. Cause it's just so wow. goddamn catchy. Um, well now, now I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. It's there's, there's a good mix of shit. There's, um, you know, we might even play one of these new songs at uh, snooze fest. So Are you better now, man, we'll see. There better. is a song that we've been playing in our last couple of shows. Um, that's a new one that Alyssa actually sings on. Um, oh, so she and I just swap spots for that song. So nice. we'll probably play that one. Um, if not another one, who knows? We have band practice tonight and we'll figure that out. That's but, right. Hell yeah. But um, yeah, so far it's coming along. The songs are written okay. And we, um, we, we went up to next place uh, back in October and we're working on just kind of writing. We, we, we couldn't figure out a way to go up to his place up in Michigan for two weeks and pump out a record. Just, you know, we all got jobs. We're all old. We got to pay for an Airbnb and for food for two weeks. Like that would have just been exhausting for all of us, just both on our wallets and our bodies. It just wouldn't have been good, but we still wanted to, you know, work with Nick on this. So we went up to him for a few days um, in October I feel like we go to him every other October. Um, we, <laughs> we, uh, about October. Yeah, it just that's the time. So we went up yeah. there for four days and just wrote and did pre-pro. And some of the songs we took, we were kind of like, eh, about. And then Nick listened to the demo and was like, I hear a different song on this. And he would just chop it up and just make it into us, just Frankenstein it into a, a completely different song. And yeah. now it's like, that one's one of my favorites now. Like there, it's just, <laughs> It was crazy, and then we it's we magic. narrowed we narrowed it down to twelve songs because we we had roughly thirty ideas that were whether they oh, were wow. a fully fleshed out song or just like a minute of riffs, you know, just just a, yeah, just like a, a just one melody or yeah. So yeah. we narrowed it down to about I think maybe nineteen ideas, mixed a few of those, had it down to about fourteen or fifteen, and then we kind of just sequenced them out and been like, okay, what songs should be on the record, and then we we're able to narrow it down that way. Yeah. Um, so we got 12 songs. We started recording drums last weekend. I saw them. Um, and Doug's a machine. He pumped out seven songs in one day. Hell yeah. Wow. So now there's, there's, there's 12 tracks on the record. One of them is acoustic. So there's four more songs than you drums. So it's like, Oh shit. Our second drum day is going to be a breeze. So, um, 
so yeah, we're hoping to get the record out sometime over the summer. Um, we're just once drums are done, our our next drum day is in uh, uh, just over a week. So after that, we just do guitars. We're probably going to go back up to Nick and do vocals and extra shit with him. And then it's off to mixing and mastering. So we're hoping by end of the summer to have this fucker out. Sweet dude. I'm excited. I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear this song you're talking about that Doug wrote. Yeah, there's, uh, there's two of them actually. Um, and then, you know, there's some that I wrote. There's the one that Alyssa wrote. There's a few that Ken wrote. There's sort of this, this record is a better mix of all of us. Um, and it's, it's nice that it's nice that we got the EP out of the way because that really helps us. I I feel like we finally found our sound with that. Um, it's like familiar yet fresh at the same time. I feel like we have a lot of influence from the classic punk stuff, you know, like descendants and bouncing souls and even the, the shit that's i don't see it as a classic but it's like oh shit it's been 20 years it's definitely a classic but like you know like 182 and some 41 and stuff like that and then uh, there's a lot of newer stuff too that we're influenced by like you know so it's it's got a good mix of everything this time around and just just a lot more personality um that was another thing that i just to go on another tangent, um, <laughs> working on Yikes, I writing the lyrics for that. I I had taken basically a note from Jared Reddick from Bowling for Soup to like really try to let my personality into some of my lyrics because I didn't do a whole lot of that up until then. Um, and we we had played a show opening up for him, just doing a solo acoustic tour that he did, um, where we played a stripped down version of our song. Uh, our, our songs. I don't know why I made that singular, but <laughs> you just played the one song over. It. Yeah, we just did one song. It was six <laughs> times in a row, um, just so people would remember it. Yeah, and then we played it faster, and then we played it slower. <laughs> um, then we played it like a country song. Um, no, but we, you know, sitting there watching him play all his songs and just listen, really taking them in, where it's just him and a guitar and a bucket of Miller Lights. It was just like, man, like really kind of inspired me to be like, you know what? I think what sets him pulling for soup apart from a lot of these bands is that it's him in all of those songs. It's them in all of those songs. And a lot of bands don't do that. So I, uh, I've tried my best to do a lot more of that. And I feel like it's, it's gotten me to a better place because of that. So I agree, man. Yikes. Shout out to Jared for giving me the inspo. Hell yeah. Jared Reddick, man. He's just, he uh, was just on the podcast the other day. Oh yeah, I, I absolutely watched that. A lot Thanks, of interesting man. things to say on that one. Yeah, that was uh, that w- that one was a lot of fun, and yeah, it was a lot of just like good information for for bands or anyone that's creative. I feel like exactly a lot of the stuff we were talking about it, like with hashtags and things like that. Like I didn't even yeah. think that that was a thing. That's cool to know. And I didn't it, think so, about that either. Yeah, yeah. So it's good stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, Jared, Jared is full of that knowledge, um, and that, uh, humor, of course. Um, right, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I, I am happy for you guys and I can't wait to hear what the, you know, the next, uh, level is of, of, uh, your, your songwriting in this, uh, yet to be released record. Um, yeah, man, we're excited to finally get the ball rolling on recording all these songs too like that first day of drums like we all we all went to the studio we all try to be there when we're recording because yeah um 
you know, we, we all want to be in on the process and everything. And even though Doug was doing the, the, the brunt of the work that day, we were at least there to kind of give our insight and kind of be his cheerleaders, you know? And, yeah. Hell yeah, man. And Doug's a fucking beast. So he didn't he need is. a whole lot of feedback from us, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just, I just went home with a smile on my face going like, fuck yeah, the ball is officially rolling. It's like a fucking good... Fred or son. It was rolling, <laughs> rolling, rolling. But... <laughs> I, had get, I had to get that in there. Um, to, yeah. So what guardrail song are we going to play? We may as well do our most recent single, uh, Social Meteor. Nice. Um, that was just kind of a standalone single. It's not going to be on the record or anything like that. Um, it's actually a song that we've been playing for like years and we just never properly recorded it. It didn't really, it was written way before Yikes was, but like we, it just didn't really fit the overall. There was like a kind of a theme to that EP of like, we're old now, fuck. Um, and it didn't really fit it because it's, it's sort of about like, you know, people seeking validation in themselves by their social media rather than the world around them. So, yes. Um, you know, clicking likes or how many friends you got or whatever, as opposed to just like, actually looking around and having your friends physically be there and actually having experiences. So, um, so yeah, the music video was the most fun video I've ever shot. It was, was so much great, fun. That was a great video. Everyone Absolutely. was just, I, I don't know. I was, my face hurt from <laughs> laughing so hard that whole day. Um, especially Alex from bad planning, just like spitting ramen noodles all over the place. Like <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, um, but yeah, it's it's a super fun music video, and uh, y'all should watch it. It's on the it's on the YouTube's, on the <laughs> on the YouTube's. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. We're like ninety years old. <laughs> the YouTube's. <laughs> Where are the tubes? I can't Where see are them. the tubes. Where are those tubes that are you? Are they in me? Is that why they're you? What's uh, even happening right now? <laughs>
social media guardrail. Headliners of Snooze Fest, creators of Snooze Fest. Make sure you catch them and all the other bands that we've played on this episode if you are in the Chicagoland area. Saturday, February 19th at Bee Kitchen. You can get those tickets at ticketweb.com. Doors are going to open at 6. Show starts at 6.30. Um, All uh, proceeds from the show will go to the Hope For Us Network. And uh, also, don't forget to bring your money for your official Snooze Fest t-shirt as well. uh, Mm Because if you buy one proceeds are profits 20 percent of the profits from t-shirt sales uh will be going to the hope for us network as well i'm looking Mm -hmm. forward to meeting everyone there and just catching up with people obviously like you kevin um and everyone else in guardrail it's just been so long um i'm looking forward to uh to the new and uh the old and familiar faces so It'll be uh yeah man it's gonna be time. it's gonna be good hangs for sure um and p- wear your pajamas yes god damn it <laughs> <laughs> and also um I get the same jokes by several people every year they're like well I sleep naked <laughs> I'm like look it's pajamas not what you sleep in yeah there's a difference. If someone says wear jeans, we're like, well, I only wear corduroys. It's like, no, no, no. It's, it's fine, but you wear jeans. No, it's pajamas. So wear, wear a onesie, wear, um, uh, you know, a nightgown, wear something that's not going to get you arrested for wearing in public. That's about as far. And it's February. Don't, don't be naked in February. It's yeah. Chicago. It's fucking two degrees out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so if you, I know if you like, learned anything from tonight, it's don't be naked in February. I would hope I would hope if anything that's what they learned you you don't want to be naked in February I learned (laughs) all right um Kevin anything else on uh snooze fest that we need to let people know about um oh we are doing a twitch stream on the hope for us networks uh twitch on the 12th so um by the time this comes out it'll be this upcoming saturday so tune into that um you'll see the links on all our socials um all of our socials are um on instagram and twitter it's at guardrail sucks um find us on facebook our facebook url is guardrail chicago facebook doesn't like naughty words so i guess sucks is too risque for them there's um, a lot of things they don't like yeah apparently but um, <laughs> i'm not really a fan of them either so um but yeah just follow the socials um you know, give us some spotify fractions of a cent as much as you can um same with all the other bands there's a playlist that i that we have for all the snooze fest bands. There's a couple of songs from each band. Um, and yeah, come out, have a great time with great people and great music and a great venue. Bee kitchen is one of my favorite places in the city. So mine too. I'm Love excited. Shout out to kickstand productions for, um, getting back to me so quickly after the last, uh, couple venues, um, let me down. <laughs> but, yeah. We forgot um, to give them a shout out. We don't want to forget kickstand. They're rad. Absolutely. Um, yeah, they're great people. And it's, it's, they're, we got the advanced email today showing what their COVID protocols are. They're, they're, you know, checking vax cards. Everyone's got to wear a mask. They're wiping down every mic after every band. They're, they're doing everything they can to make sure this is, you know, as, 
as safe as possible. And whether you believe the virus is a fucking a hoax by the, the libtards, um, it's just just be nice. And I feel like I don't have to even reiterate that to you know people in our scene, and because punk rockers give a fuck, like you know, just continue giving a fuck. That's all I can say. So, well, to quote uh, one, a person you were talking about earlier, Jared Reddick, don't be a dick. Yes, don't be a dick. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff. Just yep. don't do it. Yeah. All right. Kevin Andrew from Guardrail and from Snooze Fest. Thanks so much uh, for being on, man. It is good catching up with you. And um, I am so ready for you. I I haven't posted pictures of this yet, but um, I'm going to be soon. Um, You should, you can't wait to see, uh, or I can't wait to show you my pajama pants. Ooh, I'm excited to see them. Yeah. They're, uh, they're pretty special. You're going to love them. <laughs> I so. haven't nailed down my outfit yet, but there's still time. Yeah, I feel like the bar is high. You know, it's the fifth year. It's like, what are you <laughs> going to do next? You know. I'll figure something out. Yeah. All right, man. Well, you have a great rest of the night. Yes. Um, guard railers, I'll say hi. <laughs> and I'll say hi for you to them. In I was going to say, yeah, give them hugs and kisses and... um Hugs and drugs. Hugs. (laughs) Well, maybe not drugs, but hugs and pizza at at least, you know, for me. (laughs) But yeah, please. (laughs) You got it. All righty, man. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you. Of course. Appreciate you too, man. Love you. Oh, yeah. There we go. Right back at you. Butt cheeks. (laughs) My butt cheeks are flapping right now with with excitement. Fucking flapping cheeks for snooze fest. (laughs) What a way to end this. Oh, beautiful. All right. Well, that is it for this episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm Jacques Lamore, your host. Thank you so much for all of your support. Um, if you loved this episode, please go back and listen to more. There's over 200 of them, so I'm sure you're bound to find one that you will love. Uh, give us a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also go to poppunkpizzapod.com. Sign up for our mailing list there. You can buy merch there. And if you do, make sure you use that promo code pop punk for two dollars off your order uh you can also uh contact me on our website if uh anything like literally anything podcast related whether it's a complaint a compliment your band wants to be on the podcast any of that stuff um you can do all of that at poppunkpizzapod.com our socials at poppunkpizzapod facebook twitter instagram tiktok you can find us at all of those and uh, of course our theme song is performed by krista manks of less than jake hey hello it's nice to meet you hey come in and have a slice of pizza hey hello it's nice to meet you hey come in and have a slice of pizza